Well, good morning everybody. It's Carrie Lambert calling from the Whistle Stop Cafe in beautiful Mir, Alberta. Unfortunately, we're not in Mir. We are in the town of Kenora in Ontario and I wanted to show you the truck that uh, we're all driving out to Ottawa. Uh, we're next leg I think goes to Thunder Bay where we should be in Thunder Bay tonight. We haven't left yet, but I uh, thought I'd show you what's going on here. Let's take a look here. Spin the camera around. And here's our beautiful big truck, which you probably have not really seen a picture of or a video, a proper one anyways. So we had not really mechanical problems, but we needed to check some stuff out. Put a post out on uh, Facebook to see if we could uh, somehow get someone with a garage. We found a garage. Unfortunately, the, uh, the picker, the boom arm on the top, was about three inches too tall to actually get into the garage. So we slept in the cab again last night, and uh, the owner and his friend of the garage put us up in their house for breakfast this morning, and uh, we all got showered up, cleaned up, and uh, the amount of people reaching out and offering has really been humbling it's been amazing so Chris is inside right now probably checking on his emails but I also wanted to show you some of the uh, the, the, the decals so we have uh, a beautiful friend Deborah and uh, Fred at the tipsy cow in Hannah Alberta and I just happen to do karaoke there occasionally when we're allowed to do karaoke. And they drove from Hannah to the whistle stop in Mir, which is, I'm gonna say two hours away. They came out and did measurements for the beautiful decals that you see on the truck. And so we've got www.wsfullsteamahead.org. That's the association that uh, Chris started and that I'm doing work for. And we got the Whistle Stop Cafe sign here. And of course, Chris. And yes, that's his. That is his phone number right to uh, to him. So if you need to get a hold of him, stop it. I don't want crazy phone calls. There's Jess inside. I'm going to wander around. So what we're doing right now is we're going to put some flags on it. And Clint, who was... Uh, graciously hosting us this morning at his beautiful house in Lac Lou in Ontario. Wave to everybody, Clint. They're gonna put up some, uh, some flags and we're gonna make it all prettied up for this convoy that we're now about an hour behind leaving, but you know what, that's what happens. The convoy I'm sure is probably only just getting out of the way anyways. So we're going to be doing this probably for, I don't know, another half hour or so. Try and get this stuff going. We've got uh, 
Again, more decals. So a big shout out to the Tipsy Cow and Hannah, Alberta. Thank you, Deb. Thank you, Fred. You guys are amazing. We had so many people say to us as we were driving by, hey, that's, that's Chris from the Whistle Stop Cafe. And we really had no idea how many people outside of Alberta would have would have even heard of Chris and here they are so supportive so it's absolutely amazing so I'm gonna go help put some flags up and we're gonna make this thing beautiful representing Canada and I will show you what the beautiful truck looks like after so thank you so much for your support we love you all see you in uh, an hour or two
that said, the truckers are a waste. And that's a quote. The truckers are a waste. And that money would be better used at a food bank or a shelter or something else. What in the AF, as my kids would say? How dare anybody call these truckers down, or the volunteers who help make this thing work, or the people that are supporting them? How dare they? If you don't like what people are doing to support these truckers, get off your ass. way you could say 
of the truckers on this on this convoy are fully vaxxed, even though that's not something that could ever exist. It is not about the vaccine. The vaccine has nothing to do with this. This is about the government saying you can only have your rights and freedoms if you do what we say. That's not how this works, and these truckers are going to show them. So, before you go spouting off about me or the truckers or anyone who's supporting this on the internet, thinking that you're some glorious virtue signaling angel uh, who's saving people's lives by promoting a vaccine that doesn't work, hasn't done what it was intended to do, and is killing people, uh, I suggest you don't play that hand and you fold it right now. Because as somebody once said, you gotta know when to hold them and you gotta know when to fold them. And if you're one of those people that is on the path of discrimination, segregation, pushing this failed agenda, ratting on your neighbors, driving around taking pictures of them and posting it on hate groups to try and get support for your hate-filled rhetoric, you're on the wrong side of history and you will lose with that hand. I guarantee that. Anyway, uh, we are now about 15 kilometers from Dryden, Ontario. We're going to have a quick pit stop there and meet up with the rest of the convoy and then hit the road en route to Thunder Bay tonight. And Thunder Bay, I have a feeling, is going to be absolutely awesome. If the last few towns are any indication of the support we're going to see in Thunder Bay, they were setting off fireworks for us. That's quite the welcome. So we're really excited to see that. Um, and we will be live streaming on our way into Thunder Bay. It may be a long one again because it seems to take a couple hours to get through towns. Um, but we're going to show you what we see. And if you, if you want to see it from our perspective, then please join us. If not, there are hundreds, if not thousands of other people out there teaching videos as well. So check them out. Anyway, thank you very much. And we will talk to you soon. To underline that close to 90% of truckers in this country are vaccinated, like close to 90% of Canadians. Over the past many months and years now, Canadians have stepped up to protect each other, to protect our frontline workers, to protect our elders, to protect our young people, to protect people like truckers who are putting food on our grocery store shelves. Canadians have stepped up to do the right thing to protect the freedoms and the rights of Canadians to get back to the things we love to do. The small fringe minority of people who are on their way to Ottawa or who are uh, holding unacceptable uh, views uh, that they are expressing do not represent the views of Canadians who have been there for each other, who know that following the science and stepping up to protect each other is the best way to continue to ensure our freedoms, our rights, our values as a country. Hey everybody, Chris here from the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mir, Alberta. I'm not in Mir, Alberta right now. I am in, where are we, Thunder Bay. Thunder. We're in Thunder Bay, Ontario. We made it. Uh, there's a lot of trucks here. Looks pretty good. And we're pretty excited to continue on our journey tomorrow. 
So there's a couple things I wanted to talk about real quick here before we go uh, find our hotel. First thing is if you see stuff on the news um, about, I saw a global news interview and I don't know if it was even real, but they interviewed someone who, had it been real, would be the craziest person I've ever seen get an interview. Now, if you see something like that, this guy was talking about civil war and bringing out guns and just some whacked out stuff. That's not what this convoy is about. So if you do see the news trying to spin that, uh, it's very likely fake news. I haven't met one person here like that yet. Everybody is uh, mostly respectful. I do see a lot of flags with the phrase about Trudeau, but uh, I don't know, those people are pretty angry. And I think if that's the words they need to use, then that's the words they need to use. But no talk of violence whatsoever. So if you do see that on the news and they're spinning this to look like some sort of a, what do they call it? An, an extremist terrorist minority? Was there homophobic and racism and misogyny in there? And a little bit of stuff, I don't know what they're saying. Anyway, it's not any of that stuff, completely peaceful. So, um, I just wanted to show you something and I'm gonna do this old school because I don't have my computer here, but I think we have the technology to do this. So I want you to check this out. Listen to our prime minister here. This is our prime minister, by the way. For anyone that's wondering, this is our prime minister, the leader of Canada. It's important to underline that close to 90% of truckers in this country are vaccinated. Like close to 90% of Canadians. Over the past many months and years now, Canadians have stepped up to protect each other, to protect our frontline workers, to protect our elders, to protect our young. Okay, Justin Trudeau just said 90% of truckers and 90% of Canadians are vaccinated. And then he goes on to imply that they've stepped up to protect their loved ones and protect the vulnerable. I need to ask everybody, do you know what the word gaslighting means? If you, okay, so go Google gaslighting. I'll wait. Oh, sorry, too long, can't wait. Uh, you're gonna get a picture of Justin Trudeau there. So that's what he just did. He used a statistic saying 90% of truckers are vaccinated and 90% of Canadians are. And he's trying to make you think that you have to do that to be like everybody else because everybody else did this for the greater good. That is a blatant effing lie. I don't know how many, but a good portion of that 90%, they did that because they were bullied or threatened or intimidated or harassed into doing it. They didn't want to do it. I have family members who did it um, because they wanted their freedoms back. I have family members who cried for a couple days after doing it because they felt dirty having to do something like that to get their freedoms back. We used to call that stuff out. And now our prime minister is actively encouraging it. He's trying to convince Canadians that because everybody did this, you're not a good person unless you do. That's a lie. And while 90% of truckers may be vaccinated, and when I say vaccinated, I'm talking about the COVID jab, not the other stuff. Because apart from the COVID jab, 
I'm fully vaccinated, including for South America. So there's a lot of truckers here who've got a couple jabs or, or maybe three, I don't know. And they're standing up and speaking out for other people because they don't, they believe, as we've been taught, that bullying and harassment, intimidation, segregation is wrong, period. That's why they're doing this. It has nothing to do with their vaccination status, nothing to do with their, their preference on masks, nothing to do with any of that. They're doing it because bullying is wrong. Um, I'm going to continue here. I know it's difficult to listen to, but just let's just get through this because we're all in this together. When we're listening to our prime minister speak, we're all in this together and we can get through it. People to protect people like truckers who are putting food on our grocery store shelves. Canadians have stepped up to do the right thing to protect the freedoms and the rights of Canadians <sighs> to get back. What? He actually knows what this convoy is about. Canadians have stepped up to get their rights and freedoms back. That's exactly what these people are doing. I said these people. That's good. We'll have to edit that up. We can't edit it. It's no, live. it's live. Oh, there goes my job. Anyway, these people have stepped up for their fellow Canadians. Those thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of people lining the highway in minus 30 have stepped up for their fellow Canadians against the bullying and harassment and discrimination that the Prime Minister is promoting. So he got something right here. The things we love to do. The small fringe minority of people who are on their way to Ottawa or who are uh, holding unacceptable uh, views uh, that they're expressing. Oh. oh my goodness. The small fringe minority. Prime Minister Trudeau thinks that those standing up for personal choice against bullying and harassment are a small fringe minority and that their views are unacceptable. Well, let me tell you something, Justin. Your views on our rights and freedoms are unacceptable. And you're going to find that out in spades when we show up in Ottawa. People aren't having this anymore. It's not just the truckers. People are standing with the truckers. And if you'd bothered to be in Canada for this instead of on vacation again and look around and see what's going on, thousands of people lining the highways in the bitter cold to support this because they don't agree with what's going on, those people are not fringe minority. Those are Canadians, and you could take a lesson from them. Let's continue on with this bullshit. Do not represent the views of Canadians who have been there for each other, who know that following the science and stepping up to protect each other is the best way to continue to ensure our freedoms, our rights, our values as a country. You know what? I am stepping up for other people and I am following the science and I doubt it's going to happen. I would challenge anybody in government to get a panel of their experts together who are advising them to take this path and force vaccinations on people. I will get my own panel together. I'll bring in doctors and scientists and we will sit there across the table and my team will absolutely annihilate Justin Trudeau's team. You want to talk science? I've been following the science because Justice Germain told me to. 
and the science tells me, and the science tells everybody if they bother to look at it, that what they're doing is wrong. It's not working. 90% of people are vaccinated and you still can't go to a hockey game. You have to wear a mask. You have to show your papers to go to a restaurant. Give your head a shake. It is not working. Vaccinate, COVID jabs are not the only way out of this. Do you know how we get out of this? By supporting these truckers. By standing with them and fighting for our rights and freedoms. The way Canadians do. We fight by standing there and just showing our presence. We fight by going out in the bitter cold on a highway on the bald ass prairies with the wind playing our butts like a flute. And we support people who are standing up for others. That's how we get out of this. And then we focus on early treatment and promoting health, not protecting the healthcare system. We start promoting health, period. They've never mentioned that. There's no pamphlets come, come to your mailbox talking about how you should protect yourself in vitamin D deficiency season, how you should eat properly, get rest, practice good hygiene, take your vitamin D because in Canada we're deficient six months of the year and vitamin D is the most important hormone for balancing your immune system. Start focusing on health. That's how we get out of this. Not by pushing a jab that has harmed people and has killed people. We know absolutely nothing about the long-term data. And yet we have single mothers and children sitting in chairs, getting this shit stuck in their arms, not because they want to, not because they believe it's gonna, it's a benefit to them or their families, but because that's the only way they think they can survive. That 90% is a stain on Justin Trudeau's legacy. That man will go down as the worst thing to happen to Canada since his father. And I will, I will say to Justin Trudeau the same thing that his father said to Alberta. With all due respect. Let's listen to the rest of uh, what Justin Trudeau has to say. It's not working. It's broken. Was that it? It's important oh, to underline that close to 90% of truckers in this country yeah, I think it was are oh, vaccinated. I think that was it. Like close to anyway, then he goes on to do a little video clip about Bell Let's Talk Day. Today's Let's Bell. be there for each other. Let's talk. If you need help, reach out. Well, guess what? There's people in this country that need help, and it's because of him. The mental health issues that we've seen across Alberta and Canada in the last almost three years are unbelievable. We're supposed to have the right. We have the right to security of the person, which includes our mental health. And time after time after time, this fool gets up there and says things to Canadians that promote hatred, that promote division, that promote segregation. He calls people who exercise bodily autonomy a fringe minority whose opinions, what, what did he say? A fringe minority whose opinions are, what was it? Uh, 
basically he's saying their opinions are not, they're not, oh, somebody put it in the comments. He's telling people they're not allowed to have a certain opinion about their body. He's telling people that the only opinion they're allowed to have is the one that aligns with his. Well, let me tell you something. If those idiots in Ottawa ever grow some balls and have a conversation with someone like me, who they shouldn't be scared to have a conversation with because I'm just a dumb roughneck burger flipper, right? So they should be able to debate me and beat me on these topics, right? If I ever got a chance to meet with them and talk about this stuff and I couldn't change their mind, then I'll go get a jab. No, I won't. I wouldn't do that. My point is, there are men and women out there screaming from the rooftops that what's going on is wrong. They screamed from the rooftops in the beginning that this vaccination crusade was not going to do what they said it's going to do. And they were right. They were absolutely right. And if you don't believe me, look at the stats. Omicron, vaccination immunity breakthroughs, natural immunity breakthrough, breakthroughs, it's more like a cold than anything else. It's not going away. And if you think that buying 10 jabs for every Canadian and forcing people to get these so-called va vaccines while leaving countries like Africa unable to get any, if you think that's going to get rid of COVID, if you think vaccine inequality is the path to uh, stamping out this disease, you're an idiot. Where did Omicron come from? It came from Africa. Africa has hardly any vaccines. They can't even get them. And yet North America has 10 per person. Why? Because we pay more. That's why. If the jab actually worked and did what they said it did and created her immunity and stamped out COVID so we didn't have to do this, if that was the case, which it's not, vaccine inequality would completely negate that argument because no matter what you do, there would always, always, always be a reservoir for mutations because of vaccine inequality. And yet, nothing from that, from Dr. Tam, or Dr. Hinshaw, or Dr. Henry, or the Prime Minister, who's all of a sudden uh, an expert on all things medical. Very ironic, considering I'm talking about that. I get that, yeah. yeah. Put that in the comments. Anyway, my point is, we are not getting out of this with the path that he's laid down. And if you choose to go down that path and you and you continue this ridiculous notion that people who are exercising their own authority over their bodies are some fringe minority, what did I say before? You better fold that hand because it's a losing hand. And if you don't believe me, watch the videos. Watch the videos of the people that are standing up in support of what the truckers are doing. This is not about uh, ending the vaccine mandate for cross-border trucking. This is about ending all of the mandates. In the beginning, the, the truckers who started this, yeah, it was about their own, their own stuff because it affected them. And then they, the same thing happened to them that happened to me. People started sharing their stories and they realized how badly this was affecting people. And now it's about ending all mandates for everybody. And that's the only way we're ever going to be able to even start, even imagine starting repairing the damage that these so-called dumbass leaders have caused. 
They did this. The media that they own did this to you. If you're at home and you hate me because I have a different opinion about COVID than you, if you hate me because I believe in early tra treatment and keeping people out of the hospitals, if you hate me and call me a pants-shitting, horse-pace-eating redneck because I advocated for using off-label drugs that had shown that had been shown to be effective in reducing hospitalizations due to COVID, it's not your fault. Don't worry. It's our leader's fault in this country and in our province. And it's the media's fault because they failed in their duty to do balanced journalism and tell both sides of the story. All they did was promote on behalf of the government and insert their stupid subliminal messages and all their shit because they pay them to. CTV and CBC are funded almost entirely by the Canadian Media Fund. It's your tax dollars that the government is using to get the media to, to put thoughts in your own head. They're paying, you are paying to be pro propagandized. You're, being, you're paying to be flooded with propaganda every day. And it's turned some of you into assholes. Three years ago, four years ago, you would have never done this to your neighbors. You would have never, ever looked down on somebody because they chose not to get a flu shot, would you? Now you're an asshole. And you do that all the time because you've been told it's the right thing to do. You've been told that those people are dirty and they're the problem. It's blatantly obvious. This is not a problem of the unvaccinated. This is a problem of leadership and accountability within our government. They failed, they took the wrong path, and they're too egotistical and arrogant to admit it. And if you bother to look at the numbers and the stats on what's going on in the hospitals right now, you're gonna see the same thing. But you gotta get past your assholiness, holier than thou is, assholier than thou isness, and open your damn eyes and look around what's going on. And then think about how you just talked to your neighbor because they didn't get this jab that they don't trust. Think about that. Put yourself in your own shoes five years ago and look at yourself treating people the way you are right now. I saw messages today from somebody that I used to just love. Oh, AHS is watching you. Oh, there's this vehicle in your parking lot and that vehicle in your parking lot. Ratting on your neighbors for living their lives. And if AHS is watching, you can come in and check what's going on at my restaurant anytime. You will be pleasantly surprised. And I will even offer you a meal sitting in my restaurant and eating it. You're welcome. And no, I won't ask you for your papers. That's why this is important. People are standing up for each other. And if you can't get on this convoy and send a message to Ottawa, this is what I want you to do, please. Number one, share this with your friends and your enemies, everybody. I don't care. I don't care if they try and persecute me or take the lug nuts off my vehicle or call me a pants shitter. I don't care. Share this. Number two, when we arrive in Ottawa, get your asses to your legislature. Get there in your trucks, in your cars, on foot, whatever you have to do. These truckers, some of them have driven all the way across the country for you. They're doing it for you and your friends and your family. 
So get your asses to your legislature and crowd that place and show your provincial government that you have had enough. You are not going to put up with this anymore and we are taking our rights back. If you can't get to your legislatures, do it in your towns, wherever you can. Get out there and stand with these truckers in one form or another. In your towns, at your legislature, in Ottawa, on the roads, on the overpasses. Get your asses out of your houses and stand up for yourselves and end this. Justin Trudeau says he's not backing down on this mandate. He's backing down on this mandate. And we're going to make him. Because he works for us, not the other way around. And he doesn't give us our rights and freedoms. We own them. So take them. Have a great night.